you know that Bobby and I live in New York City. If there's anything we like talking about other than like, you know, what are the hot restaurants? It's apartments. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. I could talk about apartments for hours. <laughs> Where? What's in it? What do you want? How much? Landlords. Blah, what are your blah, mandatories? Blah. Laundry and building? Oh my God, you have a washer and dryer in the unit? Never heard of such a thing. Oh my goodness. I don't need it. But you know what I do need? Dishwasher. You and I do need... Oh, I take a dishwasher. I take a dish. Uh, actually, yeah, I take a dishwasher over a washer and dryer in a heartbeat. In a in washer a, dryer in a New any York day. minute, baby. Any day. Do you need a balcony? No, I find balconies overrated. I think they're a scam. I think balconies are a scam to make people feel like they have extra value. Maybe you're like, no carpets. Maybe you're like, I need hard floors. Maybe you're like, I have a pet. I need somewhere to put my pet. These are all the things that you need to know when you're looking for an apartment. And using apartments.com means you can filter in and filter out whatever you want Mm -hmm. and you don't want when you're searching for apartments. And that is crucial. Features like favorites has the listings that stood out to you so you can revisit them and won't lose what could be an amazing future home. Visit apartments.com. The place... To find a place. You will say that. And welcome to the 2020 Who Me's. We're live from the same place we always record our podcasts, our respective bedrooms. <laughs> That's exciting. It's great to be here. It's great to be here in my own bedroom as usual. But, you know, this mm-hmm. year, as opposed to doing it because we're lazy, we're doing it because we're responsible. And this year, the celebrities who couldn't come had a reason to say no. Right. They didn't just say no like they normally do. They had Mm -hmm. a reason. And honestly, we didn't even ask. So I think what better way to get into the Hoomies than to just get into the Hoomies, right? We don't need opening banter. We don't need to talk about the huge stuff that's happening today, like Lori Loughlin getting out of prison. We can talk about that on Friday. Or the the, uh, iconic Calaria Baldwin thread. We'll get there on Friday. We'll get there. We'll get there on Friday. But today, today we're f- focusing on the Hoomies. Though we've been hosting virtual award shows no celebrities want to come to for years now, everyone else is trying it for the first time. So let's look back at some of the most memorable hosting moments from other socially distanced award shows from 2020. Wow, it's been quite the year of innovation, I would argue, and desperation, I would also argue. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they would put those Zoom clappers on like walls. Yeah, you love know, that. Fake walls of Zoom clappers. It all began with Amanda Seals, who hosted the BET Awards back in June when no one knew how or even if virtual audience free award shows would work. Seals not only proved it was possible, she managed to combine the sort of lame jokes you expect from a monologue with urgent commentary about racism and the George Floyd protests. Then we have the protests. Now we've been out here in these streets marching and this new eruption of consciousness has been beautiful. But keep it real though. Some of y'all was only at the protests because the club is closed. 
By August, when the VMAs aired, virtual audiences had been somewhat figured out, and Kiki Palmer (laughs) delivered her jokes as screens filled with people watched from behind her. I can't believe MTV asked me to host. I don't know if I was their first choice or the only one brave enough to do it during COVID. Either way, I got the job, loves. If you don't think there's truth behind that joke, you're crazy, because there definitely is. Nobody wanted that job. (laughs) But not everyone was as comfortable as Kiki. At the Billboard Music Awards, Kelly Clarkson found it a little tough, to say the least, to perform without audience reactions. Because, right, it's reacting, you know? It's reacting. Uh And tonight, music from every genre will bring us together again, thanks to the Billboard charts. What? There's no audience, just me. Yeah! We're (laughs) my own hype girl. Very weird. And by the time Demi Lovato hosted the People's Choice Awards, why didn't we let her do that? We'd all (laughs) practically forgotten what award shows used to look like. It felt like we'd been experiencing this type of award show forever. This is a long clip, but like, you need it. This is, we, we, we just let this joke happen. In 2019, this joke would have been five seconds long, but in 2020, it was this. This makes our shit look like Billy Crystal, all I gotta say. Here we go. I'm so excited to be here tonight because, honestly, this year has been the longest three years of my life. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, it started out amazing. I performed at the Grammys and sung the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Thank you. But then COVID hit and everything shut down, so I did what everyone else did. I went into lockdown mode and got engaged. I got into painting, (laughs) photography, meditation, tested the limits of Postmates Unlimited. I also didn't know this could happen, but I reached the end of Instagram four times. (laughs) I binged seven seasons of Pretty Little Liars, got unengaged, and then I went looking for aliens in the desert. So basically the same as everyone else. God, a producer in the background just has their head in their hands oh, just watching man. these horrible feeds. Did she not read that before she said it? It just sounds like she's reading it for the first time. I know. This year's Emmy Awards went even further by making the lack of an audience part of the gag. Hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. The, the show used audio reactions and clips from old Emmy shows to fill in the blanks of Kimmel's self-deprecating hosting gig. I mean, it sounds more interesting than it is. Here's a clip. You know what they say, you can't have a virus without a host. (laughs) The big question that I guess we should answer is, why would you have an award show in the middle of a pandemic? No, seriously, I'm asking, why are we having an award show in the middle of a pandemic? And yet here you are. And here you are just acting above it and you really wanted to cash the check. Um, yeah, you're right. The Jennifer Aniston thing with the fire was funny. It was but funny. none of this stuff is sustainable. It was funny. It was funny. But not all fake laugh tracks are created equal. Here's a clip from the MTV Movie <laughs> and TV Awards, also like renamed Goat or something, hosted by none other than uh, Vanessa Hudgens. The MTV Movie and TV Awards, first ever celebration of the best moments of stars of all time. To recognize our first goat of the night, please welcome Derek Huff. I feel like that's a nice porch into how terrible that was. <laughs> that audience never couldn't even existed. explain what she was doing. <laughs> no. You mean no, no, the no, goat. No. It's like, what? The, what? the goat? I mean, I know what that means, but like, okay, fine, whatever. 
As time went on, award shows began playing with the idea of small, socially distanced audiences. Here's a clip of co-hosts Reba McIntyre and Darius Rucker doing their best with terrible writing in front of tables sparsely populated with celebrities like Cam and someone named Rex. Because <laughs> Reba kept talking about Rex and it would cut to Rex and I was like, who's Rex? Is that her boyfriend? What, was it Was it her boyfriend? Oh, it was her boyfriend. Rex Lynn. You're right. Wow. <laughs> Here's the clip. To the CMA Awards. Man, it is really great to be here, y'all. Hey, in 2020, it's great to be anywhere. <laughs> you know, Reba, this is my first time hosting the CMA Awards, but you've been to this radio many a times. And uh, does it feel strange being six feet away from your? There host? is. No, listen, I hosted with Dolly Parton last year. Uh, those are two big reasons to socially distance. But <laughs> a joke about Dolly Parton's boobs being <laughs> six feet long. I was like, what? <laughs> And you could see Cam in the background being like, uh. It wouldn't be an award show without a joke about Dolly Parton's boobs. Uh, <laughs> iconic. Uh, and one upping the CMAs, if it was even possible, the CMT Awards, which also exist, who knew, added a third host to the mix. That's three hosts three? to deal with the awkwardness. We didn't need one. We needed three. So here's uh, Sarah Highland, Kane Brown, Lost in My Backyard, and Ashley McBride, who I've never heard of. And it's a clip that'll make you say, mm, bless their hearts. We're bringing the artists and their songs to life at incredible locations all around Middle Tennessee. We've got Little Big Town coming to you from inside a cave. Trust me, it's amazing. And Luke Bryan's going to shake his hips on an island. Plus, Kelsey Ballerini and Halsey are going to rock moves that would probably get them thrown out of a bar. I want to be thrown out of a bar with Halsey. I wouldn't be my first time, but you can count me in. I just love in Little a, Big Town's in performing a cave. in a cave. <laughs> sounds better than it is. It's like, no, I would love to see them perform in a cave. That sounds fantastic. That's that clip really is the one that really did me in. But despite all the complications, the virtual award shows managed to contain their fair share of memorable moments. There was Gaga's trip to Chromatica during the VMAs, Megan the Stallion going full Mad Max in the desert during the BET Awards, and then Shania Twain performing alongside countless mannequins during the CMT Awards. It's so funny that she performed like a, what, 30-year-old song with mannequins? No time, no with space, mannequins. no relevance. We loved it. But you did forget about the MTV EMAs, which were hosted by three-fourths of Little Mix. Uh, no, I didn't, Lindsay. They were boring. I tried to find a funny clip to pull. It didn't work. I did, however, pull a clip from the best part of that show. Which was the Doja Cat performance. No, it was when BB Rexa zoomed in to give an award to Lady Gaga. <laughs> Who wasn't there? Neither was BB. Both of them no chose not to be there. I mean, nobody was and there. I think nobody was there. I think even the three little mixes, because <laughs> the three little mixes, when they come in, they sort of get the, uh, what is it? The beam me up Scotty, like dissolve. It's like, yeah. And I'm not sure if they were all individually filmed on different sets and then compiled or if they were together because they never interact right. i sort of assume that they were shooting on different places i don't like each little mix think was in their so own home. but there was one little mix <laughs> missing which was kind of the focus of it even yes. though you could tell they didn't plan for that because they had animated the intro in full with all four little mixes okay <laughs> i will say there were plenty of a of cultural events where it it maybe helped to have people able to zoom in but i will say that award sure. shows were not one of them they did not and that really did not help us in any way to no. enhance our award show experiences but enough about other award shows let's get on to the homies because we have a lot of awards to give out today a lot of them 
Let's begin with Best Relationship. I'll read the nominees and then reveal the winner. For Best Relationship, the nominees are Courtney Stodden and Brian Austin Green, Katie Holmes and Emilio Vitolo Jr., Banana, Florence Pugh and Zach Braff, Nicole Pocharalski and her husband Roland Mary and Brad Pitt for a second, <laughs> Nisi Nash and Jessica Betts, Naomi Osaka and Corday, Jeannie Mai and Jeezy, and Patrick Duffy and Linda Pearl. Wow. Okay, so a lot of nominees. A lot of nominees this year. Who's going to win? Let's see. Let's see. Open that virtual envelope. Oh, he's got a piece of paper. Where's mine? I know. Shit. I'm going to rip it like 10 times today. And the homie for best relationship goes to Banana. All right. Banana, they got it. Unfortunately, they couldn't be here today. I am happy to accept the award on their behalf. I'm sure it will get to them. What's the next award? Wow, that was incredible. Banana winning best relationship. <laughs> They've given us so much this year. It's well-deserved. We'll make sure we send them their who me. We'll, uh, we'll put it in Dunkin' Donuts, in a large Dunkin' Donuts uh, iced coffee with cream and sugar, and we'll uh, leave it outside Ben Affleck's door so he'll get it. Mm-hmm. All right, next category is worst relationship because without <laughs> without worst relationship, you can't have best relationship. So That's true. the nominees for worst relationship are Pam Anderson and John Peters, Lana Del Rey and that cop whose name was Sean. I already forgot what it was his name and it's not on this list. <laughs> Dominic West and Catherine Fitzgerald, Rebel Wilson Worst. and Jacob Bush, the Hamlin daughter and Scott Disick, Princess Love and Ray J, Addison Ray and Kourtney Kardashian's friendship, which was not a relationship but was still terrible. And finally, mm-hmm. Catherine McPhee and the Republican Party. <laughs> and the winner for worst relationship is <laughs> it's a little bit of a hearty rip but we've got some big envelopes over here and the winner is rebel wilson and jacob bush oh, who are still dating wow what a terrible relationship Those two are i knew they were terrible. the worst i can't wait for them to break up <laughs> i can't wait for them to get married oh, i think it'll be great no that's chaos Moving on, we have the Whomi for most forgettable relationship. We Honoring forgot. the most forgettable How relationship. How do we even put this together if we forgot it? I don't know. <laughs> I forgot we made this category. That's how this category works. The nominees are Sammy from Rock of Love and Lucas Gabriel. Grable. 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 I think. Yeah. I forgot how to say his name. Yeah. Brie Larson and Elijah Allen Blitz. <laughs> Trevor Noah and Minka Kelly. Lily Collins and Charlie McDowell, Nina Dobrev, and Sean White. Wow, I already forgot the nominees, but I can't wait to figure out who wins. The Whomi for most forgettable relationship goes to Trevor Noah and Minka Kelly. Completely forgot they were together. Amazing. (laughs) Are they still dating? We don't know and we'll never know. (laughs) Unclear. Unclear. Wow. I forgot. Moving right along, this year... Uh, was host to a ton of broken engagements. Sounds tragic, Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of these people truly dodged the bullet in many unique Mm -hmm. ways. And I would like to spin this as a positive. So we have best broken celebrity engagement. And I want to say congratulations (laughs) to all involved. And the nominees for best broken celebrity (laughs) engagement are Demi Lovato and Max Eric, Karamo Brown and Ian Jordan, Savannah Chrisley and Nick her deals <laughs> Taraji P. Henson and Kelvin Hayden and Maya 
for the time that she, people, and Maya, for the time that people thought she was engaged or married, but it actually wasn't that because she was filming a music video. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner for best broken celebrity engagement is our girl, none other than Demi Lovato and her mess of an ex fiance, Max Eric. It's Demi Lovato and Max Eric, everyone, and they are broken up. Thank God, what a mess. Thank God all these people are broken up, you know? Yeah, that's I feel true. like they all made statements that, you know, it was for the better. True, it's true. For the best. True. Uh, before we move on, we have three huge musical performances tonight. Let's begin with the first one here to perform her smash hit, Red Sangria. It's the one, the only, Mrs. Kalahari Waterpark herself, Jordan Sparks. Ladies and gentlemen, her. Wow. Thank you, Jordan. We didn't oh, get anyone to come, song. but Jordan Sparks did show up and did perform a very short edit of her iconic song, Red Sangria. <laughs> so thank you to her for that. It's going to be on Spotify as the Whomies edit. <laughs> That's all you need. Oh, my God. That's all you need. What's the next category? The next category is best slash worst feud because some of these feuds, you know. Are That's good. They're also the bad. The next category is best slash worst feud because a feud is bad, but a feud is also good. It's entertaining, but it's also bad. Mm. These are the nominees for best slash worst feud. FGL guy one versus FGL guy two. Okay. We have Florida versus Georgia. <laughs> Lady A versus Lady A, formerly known as Lady Antebellum. Rita Wilson versus the hair and makeup person who was late to the Oscars. Josephine Langford versus her sister, Catherine Langford. Keely Williams versus the rest of the Cheetah Girls. And Asa Gonzalez versus egg yolk, cocoa, salmon, strawberry, tomato, beef, rice, cashew, corn, cow's milk, pea, peanut, shrimp, soybean, walnut, whole wheat, shellfish, cantaloupe, orange, sesame, navy bean, sweet potato, string bean, broccoli, carrot, celery, cucumber, lettuce, cranberry, garlic, ginger, vanilla, coffee, grapefruit, cinnamon, olive, mustard, cabbage, black pepper, cherry, pork, turkey, crab, clam, black bass, tuna fish, lemon, hazelnut, and almonds. All of the foods she's allergic to. Wow, wow, that's a huge feud. And the Humi, it's a huge feud. Who will take the Who will take the award? And the Humi goes to. Let's see. Rita Wilson versus the hair and makeup uh, person who was late to her hair and makeup appointment at the Oscars. Wow, remember that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a feud! What they a were feud. feuding. They were feuding. They were feuding. They were feuding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She tweeted that was about right it. Before, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, sp speaking of characters, this is the category for villain of the year. Uh, this was a tough one. So many villains this year, uh, COVID being the biggest one. But mm, coming second were many celebrities. So these are the nominees for villain of the year. First, we have none other than RuPaul, because never forget he fracks. Uh, secondly, <laughs> we have the one and only Max Eric, 
the a the aforementioned Max Eric. Then we have uh, actually that's not true. Ellen DeGeneres, a huge <gasps> villain this year. Uh, them, but still a villain big enough to capture our hearts and minds and spirits. I love limes. <laughs> I love them. Next on the list, we have Adrian Pazdar. That's right, the boat guy, the Dixie Chick boat guy mm-hmm. on the boat. The gaslighter himself. <laughs> and finally, Tristan Shapiro, a.k.a. the director who trashed Lucas Gage's apartment over Zoom. Never forget, never forget. <laughs> and the winner of Villain of the Year is... Open that envelope. The winner is none other than... That's right, it's Ellen DeGeneres. She's a them, but how could you beat her, you know? This will be the year that we... We're all informed that Ellen DeGeneres is, in fact, mean. Wow. <laughs> Who could have guessed? <laughs> the opposite of villain of the year, baby of the year, because how could a baby be a villain? No. How could a baby, a baby be a villain? A baby is not a villain. A baby can't be a villain. No, it's a baby. It's not a villain. It's a and baby. It's unf- and it's unfair to pit babies against each other, but guess what? At the Hoomies, we can do these sorts of mm-hmm. things. They're all winners. And don't but, you dare okay. bring up Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. That baby was not a villain. No, no, it was no. just unfortunately no. huge. Okay? So step no. away. <laughs> okay. The nominees for Baby of the Year are... XAA12 <laughs> Musk, Buddy Dessert Danielson, <laughs> Buddy Dessert, who was the child of Nikki and or Brie Bella, I forgot, Ever Leo Reich, Powerful Queen Cannon, <laughs> Daisy Dove Bloom, and Boss Baby 2, the second one where Amy Sedaris is the new baby. Oh, wow, what a lineup of babies. We got some good babies baby this year. Baby of the year. And the movie's not even out. It's just the uh, it's just the trailer, but right. that works. Okay, let's see. And the baby of the year is... Wow. wow. I didn't think anything had a chance against XAEA 12 Musk, but I guess they came in just under the wire because they were born on Christmas Day, powerful Queen Cannon, yeah, Nick right. Cannon's fourth fourth kid. Wow, powerful, powerful Queen, Queen Cannon. Cannon. How could you beat powerful An incredible Queen name. Cannon? Sorry to XAE twelve whatever Musk. Next year, maybe next oh. year, you won't be a baby. We won't year. have this category, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> One of my favorite categories is the next category. I have to say, it is best non-human who we're uh-huh. dealing with a lot of yeah. objects on this podcast. They're not always celebrities. They're not always people. They're not always breathing. We have so many best non-human who's. Let me get right to the nominees. And the nominees for best non-human who are Robert Pattinson's Unhinged Pasta. That's right. It was called Piccolini Cuschino, and he totally made it up with sugar, pre-sliced cheese, tinfoil, a giant novelty lighter, tomato sauce, and a microwave. Chewing food. He fooled the world into thinking this is something he actually does. Next on the list, we got Henry Cavill's gaming computer. That's right. Then we have Mindy Kaling's Menorah. (laughs) Rita Ora's extremely confusing shirt. Never forget. It's got like, Mm -hmm. it's like long sleeve, but it's also kind of a bra. Mm -hmm. Lucy Liu's lesbian art. (laughs) I know what I want to win. <laughs> the old psychic slash pharmacist ring that Kyle Richards saw on Diane Keaton's Instagram. Chromatica Oreos. Still haven't tried one, but they made the list. That's gossip. Then we have Sophia, the robot. Never forget her. And finally, <laughs> the dresser that Rumor Willis tried to sell on Instagram. Did anyone buy it? We don't know. We never followed up. And the winner. Wasn't it like <laughs> pick up only yeah. or something? <laughs> like must live in Echo Park, pick up only. And the winner for Best Non-Human Who is 
even though we haven't tried them, it is the Chromatica Oreos. How could anything, how could, how could anything else win? How could anything else beat the Chromatica Oreos? Next category. Next category. Best quarantine house. We have some uh, pandemic-related categories. Unfortunately, how could it be 2020 without them? Hi, guys. I'm in my gym right now. I haven't been in here for like six months because I burnt my gym down, unfortunately. Um, I had two candles and... Yeah, one thing led to another, and I burn it down. The nominees for Best Quarantine House are Evelyn Lozada's Vacation at Mark Anthony's Empty Miami Mansion. Sort of a pseudo, it was a vacation house slash a quarantine house, you know. Rita Ora's Rented Cottage in Cotswold. Cara Delevingne, Kaya Gerber, Tommy Dorfman, and Margaret Qualley's Brief Los Angeles Pod. They abandoned that pretty quickly. The Willis Family, minus Bruce's wife, staying in Idaho. Wow, yeah, that was a fun pod. Okay, remember the bathroom? Yeah. Carpet in the bathroom? Uh-huh. No one could believe it. Right. And then finally, Brooks Lich and his dog Coda in Idaho, alone. Also no in Julianne. Idaho. Two of these people were in Idaho. in Idaho. <laughs> Let's see who the best quarantine house is. I can't wait to know. And the Humi for best quarantine house goes to the Willis family minus Bruce's wife staying in Idaho. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I bet wow. they weren't expecting that. Not all still in Idaho, so we'll have to give this award to them. They weren't able to come here to. They can put their award in the bathroom, in Demi's bathroom. That'll be nice. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. We're going to keep on trucking with these coronavirus uh, categories, which I truly hate, but we got to do it. Um, The next category is the Coronono of the Year. I didn't write this, Bobby did. So the nominees for (laughs) Coronono of the Year are. Rita Ora throwing a 30th birthday party for 30 people and paying a 10,000 pound fine for it. Wow. Wow. How about Kim Kardashian throwing a 40th birthday on the tropical island and becoming a meme? As if a fine wasn't enough. How about a meme? Mm -hmm. Then we have Andy McDowell being caught crawling out of a closed Los Angeles park. Shameful. Why was she in there? It was closed. I was really mad. I was really mad. (laughs) Amanda Stanton driving across state lines to get her hair done. <laughs> Why? That's a no-no. That's a corona no-no if I've ever heard one. How about Jordan Sparks trying to get us to go to Kalahari Resort during a pandemic? Yes, she did perform on the show, but we're still a little pissed that she tried to get us she's to the water park. She's still in the park. wings. <laughs> she's still in the well, wings. She's I'm begging at us you, to come back with her to the water park, and we're like, Jordan, we can't go to the water park. <laughs> you can't see. She performed in her bathing suit. Look great. And finally... The final Corona No of the year would be, yes, the one, the only, the Imagine video. And who could win this? I don't know. Seems like a shoo-in for me. Let me open the envelope, though, because everything's in a sealed envelope. There it goes. And the winner is none other than, of course, what would you think? It is, yes, the Imagine video. So many celebrity backyards. So little time. Wow. What a moment. What a moment in history. Um... Speaking of COVID-19, the next to me is for the worst COVID-19 opinion. Okay. Biased, you say? Yes, I respond. It is Mm -hmm. quite biased, and we are correct. It's quite biased. Okay, so the nominees for worst COVID-19 opinion are Evangeline Lilly, whose opinion was, we're living under martial law. She spelled martial like the last name. (laughs) Sure, martial law. Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens, whose opinion was, so what if old people die? Oh, God. Then we have... Newcomer to the list, 
Anwar Hadid, whose opinion was, the vaccine is bad, bodies will heal themselves. It's not a great opinion, Anwar. It's not a great opinion. What do you think Dua Lipa said when Anwar said, the vaccine is bad, bodies will heal themselves? She said, don't start now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then there, okay. Then there was Carrie Hilson, whose COVID-19 opinion was, 5G caused the pandemic. Uh -oh. And finally, there was Lewis Hamilton, whose COVID-19 opinion was, it's all Bill Gates' fault. I don't really understand the Bill Gates conspiracy, but some people think it's all his fault, and that's his opinion. Let's see, let's see. Let me check to see who won the the, the Whomie for worst COVID-19 opinion. I wonder if they'll be here. Just kidding, they won't. Oh my God. The Whomie goes to Vanessa Hudgens for saying, so what if old people die? Wow, that did not age well, did it? Unfortunately, Vanessa Hudgens couldn't be here for obvious reasons, even though she doesn't really care. Um, yeah, till July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry, but like, it's a virus, I get it, like, I respect it, but at the same time, like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are gonna die. It's just terrible, but like, inevitable? I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. <laughs> Sorry, Vanessa, you had the worst COVID-19 opinion. And before we move on, we must take a commercial break. Here's a word from our sponsors. Lindsay, you're in my apartment. You're sitting on my couch right yep. now. Oh my God. Wow. What does it smell like? Nothing. Nothing. And the cats are around. And I don't really have a scent. And so the cats I, are around. I would be annoyed. I'm like, well, doesn't it smell like my scent? But there's no scent, really. And there's the cats are like... around. The cats are around. You said hi to the cats. I saw them. They're here. It's not like you're hiding them from me. Yeah. So that I don't smell them. They're here. It doesn't smell like cat anything. Doesn't smell like You would cat. tell me, it right? It doesn't smell like poopy or pee-pee. You would tell me, right? No, I would. You would. I wouldn't have sat here recording this podcast if I could smell cat urine. I know, and you can't smell cat urine, so you can comfortably record a podcast around cats because Pretty Litter makes it so that my house doesn't smell like fucking cat. Yeah. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month without clumping. That means no more wasting litter. And it gives me peace of mind because in addition to trapping odor, the crystals change color if it detects early warning signs of illness in your cats. So when you go to the vet, you can say, well, the crystals turned this color. That could mean this color. And they like hearing it. They like Plus, hearing it, it ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space in my little apartment. And even better, I don't have to like lug stuff all the way from the store up the elevator and the stairs into my apartment. I count on Pretty Litter to keep my house smelling fresh and clean. And you can too. Go to prettylitter.com slash to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash to save 20% on your first order. prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold, tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work? Having a blast in traffic? Having a blast while you file your taxes? No, really. We mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only. So don't wait. 
Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 18 plus subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com and 615.24 void where prohibited. Welcome back to the 2020 Hoomies. Uh, before we move on, we have another special musical performance. We do? Um, wow. We do. We do. Uh, I don't Is it know Doja this Cat? hooligan's name. <laughs> it's not Doja Cat, and it's not Jordan Sparks. It's a hooligan whose name honestly escapes me, performing their number one smash hit, Lost in My Backyard. Well, I figured I'd make it big, just try to forget about the things you did. Baby, it's harder than it looks, making all this money and dodging crooks. I bought the kind of big house you used to hate, got property and dogs and a privacy gate. Everything is easy, everything is fun, if life is a lottery, well honey, I won. Do you see me on TV? Do you remember how things used to be? Well, I know things have changed. But if you call me now, hell, you know just what I'd say. I got lost in my backyard. Spent too long staring at the stars, trying to pretend I can get a view with my fancy cars and expensive shoes. What have I got to do to get you out of my head and into my arms or into my bed? Crunch, crunch. Unfortunately, we never got that hooligan's name. If you are that hooligan, please let us know because we need to send you your homie in the mail. Oh, they won also a Humi? They won a Humi, oh. I just decided. I Can you believe that Kane Brown got lost in his own backyard and inspired a award-winning song? Wow, things are crazy. Things cannot get crazier than that. Sorry, I had to let the cats out. They really hate the Humi's recording. <laughs> they really hate okay, the Humi's well, recording. Who can blame them? Because honestly, the next category, cats would hate this. Yes, it is the category for the hottest chain smoker. We admit the nominees, <laughs> there's only two of them. <laughs> And whoever voted for the Hoomies, which I think are me and Bobby, they were a little biased, but I think this pretty much puts it to rest because this is an award show and things are final. Then we're going to figure out tonight who is the hottest chain smoker and they will get the Hoomie. So the nominees for the hottest chain smoker are the hot one and the other one. Hold on a second. Let me get my, let me get my envelope this is a big one here your giant envelope. who will be who will be awarded the whomie for hottest chain smoker let's see all right is that, is that envelope bigger than the other one it's ones? huge yeah these envelopes are huge i don't know why you make them so huge no one's even here to see them this is a podcast okay the winner for the hottest chain smoker is the hot one we all know who that is he is the hot one and no debates no debates the next award is for best lookalikes um really huge category in the Hoomies. a lot of people look alike when you are in in the hooniverse uh, let's get to the nominees the nominees for best lookalikes are nikki bella and brie bella yes i know that they are actually related but still <laughs> they, look alike. they look alike they look alike hard to tell them apart <laughs> 
they're twins. They're literal twins. Diane Warren and Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, remember her tweet about this? Where she was like, that's not me. <laughs> um, Malaysia Pargo and Jill Scott. Malaysia Pargo and Toya Bush Harris. Malaysia Pargo and Megan Good. And finally, Malaysia Pargo and a bag of money. Wow, she really remember stacked those? the Malaysia nominees. Pargo, yeah. Malaysia Pargo looks mm-hmm. like a lot of different women and a bag of money. <laughs> Let's see who wins. Okay. And the winner for best lookalike is the whom he goes to. My envelopes are shorter than yours, I think. Um, oh, my God. Diane Warren what? and Ghislaine Maxwell. That's an the whom he will go to Diane Warren. Ghislaine does not get anything. I hope Diane Warren enjoys her homie. She can put it on her shelf with all of her other awards. Congratulations, Diane. Wow, incredible. That was kind of an upset to considering me- Malaysia was nominated four times in this category. She split the vote. She split the vote, oh, Lindsay. That's, that's happens, how it works. Right. That's what happens. Um, right. Diane Warren, you deserve a lot of other awards, but this one is also good. <laughs> Next, we have a doubleheader of categories that pretty much defines the whole year. We got them to who and who to them. These two are iconic. We're defining when people either fall off or get on (laughs) and we got the who to them who this year took things to the next level we don't have any nominees we just have a winner and that winner is that's right megan the stallion we used to not know her and now she's just meg (laughs) incredible Incredible. everyone knows her she's meg she edged out megan (laughs) trainer three names to an iconic one name wow who would have thought and now for the them to who, who took things from a classy level to a who level. You know what? We celebrate this person and here they are. Let me open the envelope for the them to oh who. God. This one's exciting. All right. Oh no, that's right. It's Army Hammer. <laughs> Army Hammer. Wow. What a spectacular decline. <laughs> Although not a decline, it's more of a lateral move. Yeah, Again, not a value judgment. It's not a value judgment. If anything, he's, he's now really now. someone we can dig into, which is exciting for me. Army Hammer, congratulations. You briefly were them, and now I'm sad to say we will never shut up about you. So congratulations to you. On Earth, we're briefly thems. The next category is for Breakout Who of 2020. Let's read the nominees. They are Kristen Chenoweth, who has arguably been around for a very, very long time, but this year she really embraced her hooiness. Um, then there's Cameo, again, been around for a little bit, really came to um, came to a head this year. People really started loving Cameo. Then Lily Collins, Emily and Paris, Megxit, Literally because they broke out, remember? They broke out. Yeah, they broke out. I got it. I got it. Steve Kornacki, touchscreen queen. Got it. Great job. Tabitha Brown, like so, like that. TikTok chef queen. And at Ana de Armas updates. I think it's just at Armas updates on Twitter. Who did such a good job keeping us um, abreast of what was going on with Ben and Anna and had so Twitter. much of their own drama this year. Just an incredible ride, an incredible ride for Armas, left, left Armas right updates. Okay. All right, who's the winner here? I'm very anxious. The winner of Breakout Who of 2020 is 
Cameo. Oh my! This is not Spawn, but it's Cameo. God, it's not Spawn, wow. but it's Cameo. They won Breakout Who? We, we can't lie. They did break out. Now everyone's buying each they other Cameos. Incredible, incredible. Everyone's using Cameo. Wow. 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 What huge, a category. Huge category, huge category. What's mm-hmm. next? Oh, here we go. It's worst best uh, nepotism. That's right, because nepotism is good, but also it's probably bad. So we have a great <laughs> list of nepotism recipients that we'd love to honor this year, starting oh with God. former horse girl, now Glossier model, and Apple nepotism, Eve Jobs. We've got star of the Daily Mail, Steve Irwin's hot niece, Rebecca Lobby. God love her. The hot knees. The next hot knees. On the, next on the nominee list, we have Steve Harvey's daughter, Lori, who was everywhere this year. Everywhere. Rita Ora's Twist co-star and Jude Law's offspring, Ralph Law, one of seven. I think he, mm-hmm. Jude Law has seven kids. That's pretty iconic. <laughs> and finally. Quite a nest. Quite a nest. And finally, Reese Witherspoon's son, Deacon Felipe, who released music this year. Wow. Did you forget? Wow, it was wow, not wow, memorable. Wow. I forgot. And the winner is for worst best both nepotism is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Wow. Great rip. And the winner is, that's right, Steve Harvey's daughter, Lori. Wow, is she dating Michael Lori. B. Jordan? I don't know, but it's exciting. Congrats, Lori, to you. We appreciate you. The next award is for We Still Don't Know Her Award. We love this award. We do this award every year. The nominees for 2020's We Still Don't Know Her Award are Olivia Culpo, who got bangs in 2020. And Larsa Pippen, who did everything in 2020. The Woman in the Window, which may never come out in 2020. I don't think it's going to. We're, what, the, we're recording on the 20th? We're not, yeah, it's there's not no coming out. There's sight. no Woman in the Window. It's it's, come on, surprise drop the drop Woman in the on Window New on New Year's Eve. Come, come on, do it. And finally, Quibi, which managed to live and die in 2020, and we never once got to know we her. We didn't know her. We still don't know her. We still don't know her. So those are the nominees. Let's see who the whom he goes to. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is quite a surprise. The winner wasn't even on the nominees list, Lindsay. The winner wasn't even on the nominees list. How did list. that happen? I don't know, but the whom he goes to, Alexander Daddario. I don't know how she got in there, but she made her way in. Alexander Daddario, once again, we still do not know. We still, you managed to, how did you know, she win? Way in. She wasn't even on the nominee know, list, and yet we still don't know, don't know her. Congratulations I to what five-year, four-year winner, Alexander Daddario. I don't know how long we've been doing this, but she keeps on winning. Okay. Proud of her. Proud incredible, of her. incredible. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Next is Spawn of the Year. We have Best and Worst. This is exciting for me. You know I love sponsored content. You Mm -hmm. know we love this. So this year we had a a lot of great Spawn. The nominees for Best Spawn Con of the Year are Leeton Meester and National Milk Day at Subway. That's right. Leeton Meester posting with a Subway sandwich. Can't beat that. And we have... No, you can't. (laughs) We have Gemma Collins and Wiz Air. Yes, when the pandemic basically was happening, Gemma Collins was like, here's me on a plane. Naturally, I do have a way with words. (gasps) Next, we have Taryn Manning and that robot, Jita, the one that follows her around. We're not sure. I love that robot. That was a nice pairing. We have next. You could put stuff in it. Yeah, exactly. She could put her homie if she wins it, but we don't know if she's going to (laughs) win. Next, we have BB Rex's taco scented nail polish line. Incredible, incredible, incredible product uh-huh. to put out this year. Now, we have Rita Ora's iPhone spawn. That's right, where she was a giant AR. 
Love that. She's giant, yeah. Love that. Um, how about Jonathan Bennett's K Jewelers engagement spawn? Wow, wow, one of the finest. Inspiring, yeah. Probably the one that equality. That's what that was. That was equality. Probably the one that made the biggest splash, if you know what I mean. Charlie D'Amelio's drink at Dunkin' Donuts. The Charlie. The Charlie, yeah. Did I Still try never it? got one, but you know. Yeah, you probably would like it. I did try. It was it was pretty good. I'd probably like it. And fine. What is it like sugar and milk? It's, Iconic. It's, no, it's cold brew with like some caramel or whatever. You'd like it. And finally, Christina Millions continued promotion of her beignet box truck, one of our favorites. Hi, my beignet box friends. And the winner for the best spawn of the year has to go to none other than our gal, Gemma Collins and <gasps> Wiz Air. Would I fly it? No. Do I love it? Yes. Forgot did you know. open the envelope, Lindsay, oh, sorry, or did you just know? <laughs> but I knew. <laughs> sorry, I forgot to open the envelope, but you know what? I knew our girl Gemma was gonna take this. I knew. Naturally. She's brought us so much joy this oh. year with her podcast. And I would love to see someone else fly the sky in the Gemma Collins plane. Not me. Again, not me. I would love to I see. I won't be, but someone else. I would just love to see her face zipping past me. <laughs> just a, a flight path, a Wizz Air flight path right above me. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. It'd be reassuring. Yeah. Okay, the worst spot of the year. Oh, bad. These nominees. Oh, these nominees really just make me sad. Okay, let's go through the nominees for the worst spot of the year. Haley Duff and the HP printer. Mm. Haley Duff and the HP printer. Remember when it was behind her? <laughs> it's always behind her. It's always behind her. It's always behind her. Yeah. Khloe Kardashian. Arguable them, but this is the who we have spawned. And bedazzled Febreze. Oh, yeah. Remember where she posed with her Febreze? Yeah. Just Febreze. Everywhere. Everywhere. Just so much Febreze, Everywhere. yes. Next up, Marion Cotillard's moon ad was actually for Chanel, but she was on the moon. She had to go to the place where they fake the moon landing. That's right. Um, to film did. her moon spawn. Then there was Kristen Chenoweth, yet again, and Townhouse Crackers, finding ways to convince the world that she loves <laughs> Townhouse Crackers. Convince me. And the Humi for worst spawn of 2020 goes to. <laughs> Oh my God! It goes to Chloe Kardashian and the bedazzled oh, Febreze. The Terrible spawn, Chloe. That was just Let the me worst. read that horrible caption one more time. The best ever. I've used Febreze fabric on my bed for years. Try it out and let me know what you think. Question mark. I don't know why there's a question mark there. Hashtag Febreze partner forever. Buy my favorite scent. Forever Khadija commented. Yes, bedazzled Febreze bottle. Only you. And then Malika said, you love Febreze. Mm. Wow. Incredible. Terrible spawn. Wow, the worst spawn of the year. I just love the photo of her lying on the couch with the three Febrezes. But then there are five Febrezes just in the background outside on a table. Why are they there? I don't know. And will we Terrible. ever know? Wow. The next categories are crucial. These are the Rita Ora Memorial I Don't Know Her Awards. Why Rita Ora is still mm -hmm. is alive, so I don't know why they're a memorial. She's on hiatus after her snafu. That's yeah. true. But they are the Rita Ora Memorial I Don't Know Her Award, a tribute to Rita Ora. Rita Ora would be here to present these herself, but unfortunately, although she has been to every other thing she's been invited to this year, she did not want to come to the Humis. It's fine. It's We won't be offended. It's fine. And the winner of the Rita Ora Memorial I Don't Know Her Award is... When people thought India Ari was in a long-term relationship with Chris Tucker, and she said, uh, me and Chris Tucker have been dating for 13 years. 13 years? We went on a date or two. Apparently that was 13 years ago. I really don't remember. LOL. That's right. India Ari just hooed Chris Tucker. She does not know her. Congratulations to both wow. parties involved. 
Wow, 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 wow. And the Rita Ora Memorial, I do know her award goes Whoa, this is a new category. To... <laughs> no nominees. It's just, we just have winners. Let's see. Okay. And the Rita Ora Memorial, I do know her award goes to Niall Horan and Jody Comer for this interaction from June 2020 when someone said, confirmed, Niall Horan's new girlfriend is Jody Comer. And then another Twitter user said, he doesn't even know who she is, girl. And then Niall responded to them and said, he does. Wow. He does know he her. Does he does know knows her. Congratulations. Wow. He does know her. He won the Rita Ora Memorial I Do Know Her Award. That's incredible. Great award. Wow, we've reached the end of our show. This is crazy. Maybe it's Not time for- Not a minute for, too soon. Wait, maybe it's, we, before we get to our final category, <gasps> we have one more musical performance. And unfortunately, because of COVID regulations, we still only have about one performer in the studio tonight. So let's give it up for one more time, Jordan Sparks with her hit, Red Sangria. <laughs> Okay, wow. Oh, Jordan, Incredible. she's so, so good. What a performer. Coming. All right, wow. We're, we've reached the end of our show. We're at the final, the final award of the night. That's right, the Daily Mail headline of the year. And this one is a doozy. What a year it has been for the Daily Mail headline. And mm -hmm. I'd like to have Bobby and I go back and forth reading these just to really drive home how iconic they are. I'll start, okay? Here are the nominees okay. for Daily Mail headline of the year. Ready? Yes. Here we go. This is somewhat embarrassing, isn't it? Dominic West's wife suffers online blunder as faulty link to her website leads users to an awkward message. Misha Barton shares sweet hug with her boyfriend Gianmarco Flamini, dot dot dot, as they pick up a Range Rover from a tow yard. Heather McDonald, 50, glows on the first socially distanced COVID-era red carpet event for the drive-in premiere of Hardkill, dot, 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 as film star Jesse Metcalf appears via Zoom. <laughs> Andy McDowell crawls under a gate after sneaking into closed public park with daughters Margaret and Rainey during California coronavirus lockdown. Wow. A doggy debut. Meghan Markle's black Labrador Oz is pictured for the first time as she steps out for a stroll. But will she now reunite with Bogart, who she left behind in Canada? <laughs> I love a question. I love when the headline is a question. <laughs> Jordan Woods puts her iconic derriere on display as she pampers herself with lymphatic drainage massage in Beverly Hills. <laughs> wow, a classic. How about... I love it. Talk of the town. He may not like blenders, but he's not averse to mixing up his love life. Gavin Rossdale spotted with mystery blonde after splitting with Russian Playboy model girlfriend over 1,000 pound blender. Pound, the pound money. Pound is the price. Yeah, no, the money, yeah, the not money. the weight. <laughs> Selma Blair jokes about, quote, random encounter with Bruce Willis, dot, 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 who gifted her and boyfriend Ronnie Carlson a personalized chapstick. Still don't know what was up with that one. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> That was in February 2020. How about newly separated Rachel Lee Cook is besotted with new boyfriend Kevin, a fancy producer and swim coach. <laughs> okay. 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 Steve Irwin's 
Steve Irwin's hot knees, Rebecca Lobey flaunts her slim waist and shapely derriere in a black bikini top and g-string briefs for a very racy Belfie. <laughs> Belfie. <laughs> Belfie. <laughs> Belfie. Another, here's another talk of the town. Talk of the town, Vanessa goes bananas for the lockdown. The crown star Kirby spotted, <laughs> the crown star Kirby spotted clutching huge bunch of fruit. Huge bunch of And they don't mean Tom Cruise. I'm kidding. (laughs) Made a quick escape. Bikini-clad Jess Glenn reveals she has impulsively jetted to Mykonos amid backlash over her sexy fish discrimination claims. Still unclear what that means, and we described it in a full episode. How about Mm -hmm. exclusive? Don't look, Dad. Katie Holmes, 41, puts on another very steamy show with toy boy lover Emilio Vitolo, Jr., 33, while his restaurant boss father awkwardly averts his eyes. <laughs> I forgot whose dad was being referenced in this, and then I got there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton enjoys a yacht trip with glamorous companion, parentheses, who is a dead ringer for his ex Nicole Scherzinger. <laughs> to be fair, who isn't a dead ringer for Nicole Scherzinger? That's true, that's true. Next on the list, we have... Kyle Richards saw her own ring on a psychic's hand in a photo shared by Diane Keaton, dot, 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 after it was stolen from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star's home in 2017. This was the headline heard around the world. Who is Brad Pitt's new girlfriend? Question mark. Meet model Nicole Pocharowski, 27, who speaks five languages, is a proud mother of one, and founded an organization to help sharks. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Everything you need to know. Yeah. Everything you need to know. Yeah. Dominic West fans note he wore the same outfit while canoodling with Lily James in Rome and while defending his marriage in the UK two days later. (laughs) Alicia Silverstone takes maskless stroll with her two vegan dogs in her Hollywood Hills hood. Vegan dogs always makes me think of the fake meat that's in my freezer because yes, I have vegan dogs on my freezer yes, right now. Yes, that's why it's so funny. Yeah. She, Her yeah. dogs are vegan and you also can eat vegan hot dogs. Next, mm-hmm. Winnie Harlow sets temperatures soaring as she, sho- as she shows off her curves in new pixie hairdo and tiny yellow bikini, dot, 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 while posing with a piglet. <laughs> Twist. Hi, it's me, Winnie Harlow, with a piglet. <laughs> and finally... Mel C has been struggling to get her dodgy internet working for eight years, dot, 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 as she pleads with Virgin Media to fix it via Twitter. Okay. Wow. This this category is stacked. Let me grab my huge envelope and wow. find the headline. The last envelope. Wow. This is huge for us. A huge category. Who will win? So many nominees. It's like the best Oscar picture category. We've got a thousand nominees. Ridiculous. Here we go. Oh, that was a little one. Let me do another one. Oh, that was up to a little one. Here we go. Oh, okay. This envelope oh is God, finally envelope. open. Wow. It was a huge envelope. And the winner for best... And the whomie. And the whomie for best Daily Mail headline goes to... Made a quick escape. <laughs> Bikini-clad Jess Glynn reveals she has impulsively jetted to Mykonos amid backlash over her sexy fish discrimination claim. <laughs> which sounds pretty straightforward, but in fact is not... <laughs> Wow. Wow, Jess Glenn. Huge. Congratulations to whoever would be the person responsible for that headline. Thank you so much for it. The writers of that story were Roxy Simons and Connie Rusk and Sierra Farmer. Took three people to write about Jess Glenn. I understand. It's a very complicated story. It's a very complicated story. Congrats to them. I still don't get what went on I don't know if they wrote the headline, but maybe they did. Maybe they did. Wow. 
What an award show, Lindsay. What a year. Maybe our best yet. What in a year. What a year. What a terrible year for celebrities. We all really. Terrible. Really just terrible. But you know what? They did what they could. And I will say we also did what we could. So as we thank our celebrities for giving us such amazing content for this year, we'd also like to thank you for listening to Who Weekly all mm-hmm. this year. And all and the contributions you give us from voicemails to tweets to anything to reviews on iTunes to subscribing to our Patreon. We're just so grateful that you are here with us. Willing to listen to the Whomies for the third or fourth time in a row? I don't even Yikes. know how many Whomies we've had, but they've Yikes. all been iconic. You made it through. Amazing. So thank you so much for listening to the Whomies. We will see you next year literally call in at 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns if you want to call about hilaria baldwin that's fine but we have plenty of calls already (laughs) just so you know we have plenty of calls already she belongs in the new year we gotta leave we gotta leave we gotta leave her for the new year the new year needs needs that drama um we're gonna leave all of this behind that's right all of this garbage mm-hmm. behind, all the celebrity crap behind, and move on for more who's in the new year. Here's to more who's in the new year. Here's Cheers. to a better year for celebrities and for all of you. Bye. You will say that. I love limes. (laughs) I love them.